I'm back. So we're going into uh, homesteading. So I want to read the definition of homesteading or homestead. It says a house, especially a farmhouse with adjoining buildings and land. So whether it be an acre or you got seven acres, you could grow your fruits, vegetables. You know, you can have an apple tree, a pear tree. Um, you can grow uh, beans, corn, wheat. Um, just, you know, whatever you, uh, like, you know, and I'm telling you growing, uh, vegetables in a garden, like tomatoes and stuff like that, man, you, you'll be saving a lot of money. Now, of course, these devils are spraying stuff in the air, but we still, uh, like always have to pray over our food because remember this devil, he's trying to stop people from growing their own uh, fruits and vegetables and even uh live you know having livestock because once they can control the food they they pretty much got you because you got to eat you know nobody can get around not eating you know especially for a long period of time now it will be times in these last days where you might have to go without eating for for a while but you definitely need water because water is, is very important. You, you can only go so many days without water. You can go longer without food. So it's, it's always good to uh, consider those things because you might be in a situation where you're not in your house no more, whether it be uh, Esau is, is looking for people who are not chipped or, or having taken the vax, you know, and then they're, they're at you. So you want to get in that mindset as the scriptures tell us we're, we're going to be a pilgrims on the earth. But until that time period where, you know, we're going to have to uh, uh, keep in mind that one location might not be safe, but prior to that time period, you want to, you know, have a place man that's out of the city and you want to get in the mindset of, of knowing certain survival skills you know you want to be able to um know basic things and we're going to go into that so again homesteading is a farmhouse and you you necessarily don't need a farmhouse you know you could get a trailer you know or you know or what they call them a, a mobile home or if you got a camper if you got a you know little camper that's uh, whether it's on wheels or it's one that you have to uh, put on a hitch, you know, trailer hitch, uh, get that and put it on some land and and start growing, you know, growing vegetables and uh, and get you some chickens. Chickens are not expensive, you know. I was able to uh, get some chickens and I got. Um, well, I got some hens and I got a rooster. So where, where I have it at, I haven't been out there in a while because I got sick. You know, you brothers and sisters know I came down with a cold. So it kind of kind of hit me hard. But, you know, as the Lord allowed, I'm feeling better. But, you know, you know, my household right now is sick, so I can't go out there right now. But I got chickens, you know what I'm saying? And they weren't expensive. I think I paid 
for uh, four hens and a rooster, a hundred bucks. And I got, you know, chicken feed and the chickens, they eat, they eat, man, you can give them scraps, you know, like fruit scraps, vegetables and stuff like that. You want to feed them, you know, as healthy as possible. The chickens that I got, the, the person I got them from, he, he knew exactly what he was doing because these chickens are very healthy and they, they're laying a whole bunch of eggs. So, and they're laying those brown eggs. So I encourage you brothers to get you a chicken, you know, get you a hen and some roosters or, you know, uh, or, I mean, uh, some hens and, and, uh, and, uh, or roosters or whatever like that. But if you, if you small, you know, if you're starting out small, like me, you just want one rooster and a few hens because, you know, uh, you're going to you're going to get enough eggs, you know, especially if you don't um, you don't have a, a bigger family or whatever like that. You, or or it's just, you know, yourself or your spouse, you could do it, you know. So I want to go. uh into the scripture was saying that you know when all hell break loose we're going to be uh as pilgrims on the earth because although you know it's good to plan these things you know with esau pushing eminent domain they pretty much have the right to take anybody's property especially once the chip come in or, you know, they start clamping down this devil. He's he's going to start taking things that's uh, that's not his. You know, you, your house is paid for the land uh, that you have is paid for. But this devil, he's constantly sticking his, you know, hand out. And, you know, and always wanting you know, and always wanting things that's not his. So this is the book of Second uh, Ezra 16, verse 40. Oh, my people, hear my words. Make you ready to die battle. And in those evils, be as be be even as pilgrims upon the earth. So in the in uh, in that day, you know, of Jacob's trouble, it says, you know, in those evils, which is the evil times, the perilous times. It says, be even as pilgrims on the earth. So let's go into the definition of pilgrim. Because these devils, you know, they came over here. They were called pilgrims. But they came over here pillaging and taking stuff. And, and uh, you know, they were covetous. Stealing stuff that, you know, wanting things that's not theirs, which is taking a land from Gad, the North American Indians, and the Reubenites, the uh, Negro natives. So the definition of pilgrim, it means a religious devotee who journeys to a shrine or a sacred place. A person who travels, especially to foreign lands or to a place of great personal importance. So, you know, the Israelites are religious and you're you're uh the 12 tribes of israel you know and you believe in yahweh bashim yahweh shai and in the last days 
you're going to have to move from place to place because you're going to have situations where it's going to get really bad and it's not going to be safe. So whoever you're with, Lord's will, they're um, in the faith or it's your household and your righteousness righteousness is covering them, then you're going to be able to move from one location to another because the Lord told us that we'll be as pilgrims on the earth. So you might be in one state where you at and then all hell break loose and you'll end up being in another state or in another town. Especially when the persecution come and that's that's biblical, you know. So let's go where the Lord told us that when you're in one city and you're being persecuted, persecuted, flee into another. So this is the book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 23. It says, but when they persecute you in this city, flee ye into another. For verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over to the cities of Israel till the son of man be come. So when you're persecuted in one city, you, you'll have to flee into another, especially in these last days as persecution uh, ramps up. You're going to have to uh, be in that mindset as the scriptures tell us, be as pilgrims on the earth. You know, so if you're um, dealing with things now and, you know, you, you might not be able to flee right now, but you want to you want to make contingency plans. You want to start building your homestead you want to be able to you know get things in order so when you do have to you know a leave or you might need to do it for like a weekend you know because especially if you're dealing with a lot of shit and you can go over the weekend and recharge that's another that's another thing just like the messiah would do when he was with his brothers, the disciples, and they were in the, uh, you know, in, the, uh, in Jerusalem and they was healing, you know, Lord was healing people and the disciples were, were there with the Lord and they were being persecuted. They would have to, you know, the Messiah and, and the disciples would have to, they would have to go uh, out of the cities, you know. The Lord, he, he would go in basically in around nature to pray, you know, to, to recharge. Let's see. And we're going to, we're going to go back into homestead. I just wanted to bring out uh, the scripture about, you know, if you have to flee. And so in order to be able to flee, you have to have certain uh, skills, you know, certain, um, certain, you know, so like a certain knowledge when it comes to um, basically um, living off the land, so to speak. Let's see.
Bible tells us that the things were written for our time were written for our learning. So, so when we read, you know, these scriptures about the Lord and what he did um, and how he dealt with certain situations, it's, it's, it's for our learning. Let's see. Thank the Lord he went and prayed in the mountains. That's definitely going off the grid. You know what I'm saying? So this is the book of Luke chapter 6 verse 12. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continue all night in prayer to Yahweh. So the Messiah, he would go to the mountains to pray, you know, and when you think about a mountain, how peaceful, how uh, it's away, it's isolated from, you know, the general population, because in Jerusalem, you know, it's a bustling city, you know. And he would go in the mountains to pray. So being around nature uh, is is a way to connect to the Heavenly Father. Just like when you go um, fishing or you go camping, you know you you know how you feel, how energized you feel being around their water, being around the the trees, especially with all this five G stuff. Being around trees is very good, you know. Being around water. That's why they want to put those um, 5G towers every so, um, I forgot how many feet away, but they want to put them like, like really in front of your house. Like, I, I think it's like either, it's either a couple houses, you know, the distance between, it might be more, but they want to put them up close, that 5G, you know, but when you got those uh, trees, it actually kind of block a lot of that stuff. That's why they tell you uh, that it's good to have uh, plants in your house. And I noticed that I, you know, I bought some plants and only one survived. The other two, they're all they're all dead because of the radiation that's in this house. You know, the the uh, the, the uh, Wi-Fi and then also the frequencies that this devil is. Uh, aiming you know so it's very important to be around nature you know the the uh, the sound of the again the trees and stuff like that and and the grass all of that is 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 a, a way to recharge and really on, on a um, like a biological level it, it, it helps the body because our bodies is made up of mostly water so you're around water, you walking around barefooted outside, you know, you're grounding, which is walking around barefooted in the grass or in the dirt. That That's a way to uh, block a lot of the uh, negative frequencies. So it's very important to um, to do that. So let's go back to homesteading. So we we know that, you know, it's a, basically it's a. Um, Laying out in a rural, you can get a camper. You can, hell, you can even get a yurt. 
if you brothers or sisters know about a yurt, it's basically like a big tent. You could have it out there. They also got those storage containers. I think you can get them for a few thousand dollars. And also, uh, depending on your state, because you got people that sell those, but you want to make sure that whoever uh, is selling them, they're local. Because I've heard of people buying them out of state and they get ripped off. So if you get them, you want to make sure that it's local. And then also they can wire electricity or even plumbing in them. So that's an option, you know, to uh, get a, uh, uh, a, you know, like shelter. But nonetheless, you know, if you got land, you could you could build anything on it. You could build a cabin. You know, you want to check your, uh, you know, whatever state that you're in or county, you want to make sure, check the laws and stuff like that when it comes to building. Sometimes you have to have like building permits. Most most of the places, you know, if you want to if you want to build, you have to get a permit. So you have to check with the local laws. But homesteading is going to be, you know, one of the best options uh, to get, you know, basically get out the cities because this devil, he's going to increase more and more um, his draconian laws and it would also be good to um, to start some kind of business, you know, when, when it comes to your homestead. You could sell your eggs. You could, you know, you got chickens. You can do uh, what's known as uh, cottage products, which is it's your cottage, what they call cottage laws, because there's certain um, things that you can sell. You won't need a... Uh, an actual business location, meaning that if you got a house, you can actually sell certain uh, certain items, food items. So all you got to do is go online and go under uh, cottage laws in your state. Because in the state of Missouri, I could sell like beans, you know, like dry beans. If I wanted to do like a um, like a soup mix, you're gonna put like dry beans and and spices and stuff like that. You put it in a mason jar or even pastries. You know, you can uh, make pies, certain pies that you can uh, sell where you won't need a permit. Uh, that's under the cottage laws. Even, you know, certain little pastries and stuff. So, yeah, just check that out. So that, that would be uh, a way to uh, to earn money. Because the whole, the whole key is to become less... Uh, dependent on Esau's system, you know, you got brothers, uh, you know, elders that's in Israel that have a homestead, you know, homesteads, you know, they have their congregations and they don't, they don't, um, they don't even need to go to the city because they, they're growing everything. They got houses, you know, and that's the kind of um, mindset that you're going to need, you know, and it don't have to be on a large level. You know, just however you do it, just, you know, just work, you know, with whoever you are, um, you know, building with. So I'm going to go into some um, some information on homesteading. So it says how to start homesteading now. 
and, it, and I'll read this article. This is from the spruce.com and it's start-homesteading. It says, where you live in a city or the country, you may be dreaming about homesteading. Your plans might be pie-in-the-sky dreams or you may be ready to start right this minute. But when, whenever or wherever you are right now, you should know that you can take a step toward your homesteading dreams today. It can be hard to figure out where to start. You may wonder what to do first, especially if you know nothing about owning land, farming, or going off grid. Uh, it says for energy. It says this article seeks to dis demystify this a bit and give you some concrete first steps to uh, take that which you begin your homesteading journey right now. Where to start? It says pick one or two projects that you can start in the next month or two or a month or so. For example, if you live in the suburbs, you might want to get a few laying hens to keep your egg, keep for eggs. And that's what I was telling you about uh, those eggs, you know, because uh, once you get like some hens, they're going to be laying usually like an egg a day. And before you know it, you got a dozen. And right there, you don't have to go to the uh, grocery store to buy eggs. You know, it says you need to research how to raise chickens. Find out your local laws to make sure it's legal. Yeah, because it's certain places where, uh, especially like if you're in the suburbs, they won't allow you to have uh, chickens. But if you're out in the rural, you could you can have them. You know, it says, but it says plan for a chicken coop and, and then buy and then buy or build one. Now, what I did was I um, I had uh, years ago, I had some uh, goats and I had built an enclosure for the goats. And uh, so I used the frame. But, you know, when you have chickens, you have to make sure they're enclosed because there's a lot of predators that like chickens. You know what I'm saying? You have foxes, you have uh, what's it, chicken hawks. Uh, in Missouri, we got like uh, coyotes and stuff like that. So it's all kind of little wild predator animals that will eat your chickens, you know, if, if you don't have them, um, you know, uh, secured. So you just need like some chicken wire. You know, I went to this little, um, what they call it, um, family center. It's a place where they sell, uh, you know, farm equipment stuff like they got places called Feldman's uh tractor supply store you could you could go to one of those places and you can get some chicken wire you build a little enclosure you can go to um was it like the dollar dollar tree and get some of those uh, blue tarps for painting and you just cover it up now chickens uh they can actually stand uh, cold weather because they have uh, feathers, you know what I'm saying? They get like two coats, one in the summer and then one in the winter. So right now they're good, but you want to make sure that uh, you put like tar a tarp up to keep the wind uh, from, you know, from really uh, blowing inside of the coop, you know, as much as possible. But they're, they're pretty tough uh, creatures, you know what I'm saying? They can withstand the cold, but if it gets too cold, you want to uh, make sure that their water 
it's not frozen so you might have to check into you know if you're good with the uh, rigging things you know what i'm saying you want to check into that you want to uh, lay down some uh hay and uh get them you know like uh, like a pole and stuff so they can uh, uh roost you know they which is basically they'll they'll uh you know uh, lay on the the uh the uh what they call like a you can use like a two by four and they'll just they'll lay on that and sleep you know once they i'm telling you man <laughs> hey they when it comes to chickens they they're on the schedule man when it's time to sleep they're knocked out and and then when it's time to get up they'll especially the rooster he'll crow so that's something to, you know checking too so it says uh it says one and order baby chicks or buy older uh pullets or hens so you can actually buy uh baby chicks online you can check into that too you can order them you can order how many however many you know what your budget uh will uh you know what you have on your in your budget but you can order them online and they'll they'll ship them now i heard that you know a few of them might die but for the most part they could withstand the uh the shipping so you want to uh either do that or you can check on craigslist and see any local um uh you know local farmers that are that are sell you know chickens and, and hens or chickens and roosters it says that's enough uh to keep you plenty busy for an entire season yeah so you, yeah you you get you a few uh hens and a rooster you good you know and then hell if you you got more than an acre you can uh dig a pond you can you know get fish you know go to one of them hatchery places and they'll deliver your fish and and then you won't have to worry about fish now make sure those fish are lawful you know meaning that they have scales and fins you can get like perch bluegill crappie those are all fish that have scales and fins and to keep down the uh you know the moss and stuff like that you can get you some carp and carps are they're lawful too you know th those are the those are the big fish that eat the uh the uh moss and the uh, lakes you know the green green stuff that's in it and you want to keep all that down to a minimum it says uh if that seems too much start smaller have a fireplace consider putting it in wait a minute i think i missed the part okay salakia okay okay i needed that it wait a minute okay okay that's it oh okay i'll i'll, I'll read it look like it something's missing but it goes right into what i just read it says if that seems too much start smaller have a fireplace consider putting an insert for wood heat have a sunny windowsill grow some 
uh, lettuce and herbs for salads and cooking. Have a nice size backyard put in raised beds and plant a veggie garden this season. So this is talking about, um, you know, basically uh, within your house, you can grow stuff in your windowsill. I've heard of people growing herbs on their windows, windowsill in the kitchen. So you can grow certain spices. That's another thing to, to do as uh, well, you know, and then also to raise beds. I, I grew tomatoes this year. I couldn't grow them. Uh, the previous years, and I, I, I went and got two raised beds and, and had tomatoes all uh, all summer. They actually did pre pretty good. So you can yeah, get raised beds, and then you can go to like a um, a uh, a compost place. You know, certain places that uh that will take uh, wood and stuff like that. You know, people that they have their trees cut down, and then they go to a place to uh, take their brush. You know, like uh, leaves and stuff like that. A lot of places like that they'll sell like dirt. You can you can buy some real good rich soil. And that's what I did in order to, you know, to grow tomatoes. And they, they did pretty good. Call Halal Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shai for that. I've been trying for years. It says, besides starting a small starting a small project or two this season, take the time to read up about homesteading skills. You can go to a compendium style book like the Encyclopedia of Country Living or something more focused like root cellaring, uh, natural cold storage of fruits and vegetables, also the weekend homesteader. So these are some resources that they, uh, you know, put out there. But yeah, I just wanted to go into homestead and shalom.